Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com to try yours. Hold up, wait a minute. Siegenthaler to the New Jersey Devils? Vatnin and Kulikov on the move? What's been going on the past few hours for the New Jersey Devils during this trade deadline? We have a lot to discuss for these minor deals, so buckle up. It's going to be, let's just say, interesting. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, wait is up New Jersey. Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 2.09 p.m. Eastern Time, April the 12th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, the trade deadline has officially passed. Every player that we needed off the roster for the New Jersey Devils is off or, you know, you know what I mean? Like now you don't have to wait and speculate as to who might be traded, who might be dealt away, what's going to happen for the New Jersey Devils because it is all over. But quite honestly, the trade deadline was over for us once we traded away Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac to the New York Islanders for two prospects, a first round draft pick and a conditional draft pick for next year's draft. So anyway, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically talked about the youth movement for the New Jersey Devils and how I saw potential in the Sabres game, which was the final time that we played the Buffalo Sabres this year, and also game one against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So guys, I know it was frustrating to see the New Jersey Devils uh, basically drop the last two games to the Pittsburgh Penguins. I know it's going to be tough to see this because guess what, guys? For the remaining games this year, that's all we're going to see from the New Jersey Devils, which is we're going to be seeing a lot more losses because our roster has gotten thinner, thinner, and thinner, and it is more young, 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 young. So expect a lot of mistakes. Expect a lot of losing for this season alone. Whatever happens in the offseason will happen in the offseason. But overall, in our last game, we lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins by a score of 5-2 to two in uh, Sunday's matchup. And uh, the two people who scored the goal for the New Jersey Devils are actually our new alternate captains, P.K. Subban and Miles Woods. So I want to talk a little bit about P.K. Subban's goal because it was quite interesting because a lot of people said it shouldn't have counted. And quite honestly, from uh, watching it live, I didn't think it would count because it looked like it was goalie interference and it looked like uh, it just didn't hit the back of the twine. But overall, they counted the goal and P.K. Subban was able to get a goal that game. So I just wanted to give credit when credit is due. And Miles Wood gets another goal uh, to add to his season. Remember, Miles Wood has already topped the amount of goals that he had last year and he's just improving in terms of being a goal getter this season so that's also one of the improvements I'm seeing from the New Jersey Devils this year from many of our players who are still on the roster at this point so yeah uh losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins six to four in game one and then five to two in the next game not fun to see but overall you know I'm sure you're excited to see the development and speaking of P.K. Subban while we're still on the topic if you looked at his Twitter and his Instagram you guys know that P.K. Subban is big on sharing his personal life on social media and maybe he went a little too far by showing us uh, a nasty gash that he suffered and it actually required stitches so uh, needless to say that according to a tweet from Amanda Stein he was not seen on the ice practicing for the New Jersey Devils because remember guys we are about to prepare 
for a four-game series against the New York Rangers. So this is essentially going to be like our playoffs because this is as close to a playoff series we're going to get. So like uh, we play them four times in a matter of like how many days? So we got to play them today. Then we got to play them on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So only two days rest in that matter of a four-game series. And we're also going to have to do the same thing against the Philadelphia Flyers because we have to play them on April 25th, April 27th, April 29th, and then on May 1st. So you see what happens when uh, you're shut down for COVID for two weeks. And uh, you would think that would be the final time that we play the Flyers that year. No, 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 no. Uh, We have to play them one more time on May 10th. So this series against the New York Rangers will be the final time that we play uh, the Rangers this season. And then uh, our next series is actually going to be against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that will be the final time that we play the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then we got to play the Boston Bruins on May 3rd and May 4th. And then don't worry, it's going to be a reunion special on May 6th and May 8th when we have to play the Islanders. So uh, I know I'm a little out of sorts, but basically those are the teams that we still have to play this season. And hopefully that paints you guys a picture as to where the New Jersey Devils are currently at this season. So uh, before we switch topics, let's look at the standings out in the East Division. So the Capitals are top of the division at 27-11-4 with 58 points. The Islanders are right behind them, 27-11-4 with 58 points as well. The Penguins are 27-13-2 with 56 points points the Bruins are 21 12 and 6 with 48 points the Rangers are 19 16 and 6 with 44 points the Flyers are 19 16 and 6 with 44 points as well the Devils are 14 20 and 6 with 34 points and then there's the Sabres at 10 25 and 6 with 26 points so my overall takeaway for the New Jersey Devils going into this Rangers series is let's really ruin the Rangers like chances of going to the playoffs because they're within striking distance of the Boston Bruins and everyone knows that most likely, you know, barring anything catastrophic, that the Boston Bruins are going to get that final playoff spot. And I bet Boston is looking at us right now and saying, listen, just try to beat them at least once or twice. Do not let them sweep you four times because we do not need the Rangers to what? Get like, so two, four, six, eight extra points and basically just jolt their way into the playoffs uh, past the Bruins. Well, they don't want that. And Uh, all the struggles that Boston is facing this season, it's really coming down to this. And it's one of the reasons why I like a shortened season in this regards because things do get a little more intense. Things do get a little more unpredictable because we saw this with the MLB. So normally they play 162 games. Obviously they're doing it this year, but last season they only played 60 games. Look how intense it got. Look at this amount of surprises, the amount of uh, just turmoil that happened within the standings and Overall, just who made the playoffs. Like, I didn't expect the Miami Marlins to make the playoffs, quite honestly. So, I'm liking this from the NHL. Not saying that I would want a shortened season, but I'm just saying it's pretty exciting to see. So, anyway, while we're on the topic of the season, and I hinted at this at the beginning of the episode, the trade deadline has officially passed. Uh, It's been about, what, almost two hours since the deadline has passed. The New Jersey Devils are currently practicing, and we've brought up some guys, including we brought back up Bastion. So, you know, he's reunited with his buddy McLeod, and they actually tweeted uh, a picture of that and also posted on Instagram. So, you know, uh, things are moving in the right direction for the New Jersey Devils in terms of having their roster officially set for the rest of this season. And what you see is what you get from the New Jersey Devils, quite honestly. But they did make a couple moves, and they did make a couple trades, and also just one uh, release. And 
We'll talk more about this in this episode, but first it's time for the first live read this morning and it comes from Built Bar. So anyway, I think you guys know what a Built Bar is. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a second. You don't know what a Built Bar is? I got to explain to you what a Built Bar is again? Let me tell you guys something about Built Bar. Built Bars are super healthy and they are just a great go-to snack when you're going to the gym, going to school, going to work, whatever the case might be. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. They have 18 amazing new flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp this stuff is delicious i have a few of these before i go to class before i go to the gym and they are super healthy you guys are gonna love them they have 12 original flavors that you guys need to check out so the bars are covered in 100 chocolate soft and easy to chew now i know what you're thinking you're probably thinking wait a minute it has both of those factors it sounds like an unhealthy snack to me that is not true built bars are healthy it is great for the health conscious guy and you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat so the bars are low in calorie low in sugar high in protein high in fiber great for the keto diet you yes you i'm gonna make an offer that you can't refuse bill bar has reset the promo code use the promo code locked on 15 to get 15 percent off your next order at builtbar.com so we're going to switch subjects. So obviously I talked about the overall games remaining for the New Jersey Devils, what we can expect from our roster, and overall the trade deadline passing. However, the New Jersey Devils did make a couple of trades uh, within a matter of a few hours of each other. And they're just minor trades. There's nothing major. And I think we kind of all expected this. And, you know, the fact that for one of these trades, we were actually, you know, able to achieve a trade and not have to waive this particular player. But anyway, uh, let's let's talk about the first trade that happened yesterday at the time of this recording. So the New Jersey Devils acquired defenseman Jonas Siegenthaler from the Washington Capitals in exchange for Arizona's conditional third round pick in the 2021 NHL draft. And remember, we previously acquired it in the Taylor Hall trade on December 16th, 2019. Now, here's the thing about the Taylor Hall trade. I'm, I'm just saying, he's going to Boston for essentially nothing. Uh, Ian of Locked On Bruins, I just have this to say. I'm not trying to get off topic. I just want to say this. You found a diamond in the rough, okay? You better uh, treat him well. All, that's all I'm saying. I still feel like he has a lot left in the gas tank. Yes, he's fallen off greatly. Yes, he couldn't really contribute for a lowly team. But at the same time, I still feel as though if you put him in the right system with the right coach and he just has some sort of motivation, I think he will do well. So anyway, let's go back to this Siegenthaler trade. So anyway, uh, discussing the Siegenthaler trade, I'm, I'm a little confused about it. So the condition is as follows, according to NewJerseyDevils.com. If Arizona's third pick in the 2021 NHL draft is non-transferred to New Jersey, New Jersey will instead trade their own third round pick in the 2021 NHL draft to Washington. So... Uh, Siegenthaler has appeared in seven games uh, for the Capitals this season. So uh, last season, he posted two goals and seven assists for nine points with 43 penalty minutes in 64 games with the Capitals. He skated in seven 2020 uh, Stanley Cup playoff contests. So uh, nothing really exciting about him because, like I told you guys, he's played in seven games this year, but he has zeros across all the board in terms of goals, assists, points, and the only thing he has are penalty minutes, which is a two-minute minor he had to serve. But uh, nothing really exciting about him. And I'm a little confused about this trade because uh, so he, he played with the Capitals last season. And then the season before that, 26 games, had four uh, assists for a grand total of four points. Uh, 
Like, and for the Hershey Bears or AHL team, he's done little to nothing with them as well. So to give you guys some uh, reference, he played in 75 games for the Bears in 2017 and 2018, had six goals, six assists for a grand total of 12 points. So nothing really exciting about him. I know I'm repeating myself, but like, I'm a little confused about this trade. Why do we need him? But I think overall for the New Jersey Devils, I think this is just a filler kind of thing. And I think at this point, it's just why not? So if you guys need a point of emphasis, he only has one year left on his contract. So after this season is done, he will be a free agent. I'm not sure if the New Jersey Devils will resign him or not. Uh, personally, I don't care either way. Maybe it's just that uh, I was talking to another uh, New Jersey Devils podcast about this. Uh, Let's go Devils. And, you know, we were discussing because we were both just confused about this trade. Like many of our other fans in New Jersey, we, we don't know what to make of this trade because we just traded a draft pick for Siegenthaler. And Siegenthaler has done little to nothing Albeit the Capitals are contenders, so, you know, their roster is fully loaded, but seven games and he has put up nothing. And also the season before did little to nothing as well. Yes, he has some playoff experience, but overall, I I, I, I don't know what to think about him. I, I really, really, really don't. So um, uh, the last time he played in the playoffs was last season. And then remember, the Washington Capitals were Stanley Cup champions during the 2017 and 2018 uh, NHL campaign and yes while he only played in their AHL organization he was still a part of the organization so at least he has some mentality of what a winning culture is like so uh, it's sort of like the Scott Wedgwood situation because Scott Wedgwood didn't play a single game for the Tampa Bay Lightning but at least he was a part of the organization that won the championship and that's more than what a lot of our guys can say so he can bring that uh, sort of expertise to our organization And yes, he is still young, and he's only 23 years old, and he fits right in with the New Jersey Devils in terms of age, because remember, there's just a lot of guys who are 23 years or younger in our organization. We're one of the youngest teams in the NHL, so... Uh, overall for Siegenthaler, I'm I'm not sure about the trade. I really don't care either way what we do after next season. I was also talking with Let's Go Devils about this. Um, I gave them my opinion, which is I feel as though the New Jersey Devils, I I, I know we're past um, drafting. That That's my overall hot take for you guys the past few episodes, which is I say that we are done just overall drafting to find that next young piece. And uh, honestly, I said if we trade some uh, draft picks for a few diamonds in the rough just to find that glue piece or just a big name player. Like I wouldn't mind if the New Jersey Devils, like Gil Martin mentioned, if we were to trade those first round picks for uh, a bigger name player, then honestly, I wouldn't mind because we do need that glue piece. So obviously we tried with PK Subban a couple years ago to help out, you know, Taylor Hall, Andy Green, whatever the case might be, and just be that complimentary piece to put us back in the playoffs. Obviously that didn't work out, but you know, when, when I'm saying trade a draft pick, uh, Jonas Siegenthaler doesn't come to my mind. And that's not really what I meant, but I guess it's heading in the right direction. So overall, uh, he has appeared in 97 career NHL games over the course of three seasons with Washington. And he has scored two goals and 11 assists for 13 points. And uh, if you guys need to know like more about him, he's six foot two, weighs 210 pounds. He shoots left-handed, and he has appeared in, I've already mentioned this, 11 Stanley Cup playoff contests. So, you know, at least he has that. And he's from Switzerland, so I think he and Nico Heizer will get along just fine. He was selected in Washington's second round, uh, 57th overall choice in the 2015 NHL draft. So, 
Uh, you know, prior to the NHL, he played parts of four seasons with the Capitals American Hockey League affiliate uh, Hershey, as I mentioned, but did little to nothing. So he obviously played for uh, an overseas team and he represented his home country in international play, participating in the 2015, 2016 and 2017 World Championships. So, uh, yeah, I mean, at least he has some championship expertise and some playoff expertise under his belt. But other than that, and I feel like we already have that with Scott Wedgwood. I don't know what the New Jersey Devils were thinking in this case. I, I really don't know. And I'm a little confused as to why uh, they decide to trade for this guy. Albeit, it is a third-round pick. And I'm not saying it's like make or break or anything. But uh, I, I guess the Washington Capitals were just trying to get rid of him because they just felt like he was taking up a roster spot. And obviously, I, I told you guys the standings earlier in the show. Uh, that the Capitals are, in fact, contenders, and they're trying to win a Stanley Cup, so I guess they're just trying to cut some dead weight, and if they have to take a, you know, a conditional third-round pick, then uh, so be it, I guess, but uh, I, but this is in this year's draft, so I, I you couldn't have, you know, given them a future draft pick. I don't know what the case might be, but overall, uh, let me know what you guys think, because overall, with the Siegenthaler trade, I'm just confused and just speculating at this point. I don't know what the New Jersey Devils are thinking, but I do expect for him to play in a few games this season. I believe he'll be uh, our third-line defenseman, in, in my opinion, realistically. So that's my overall opinion. So uh, I bet you guys are going to be surprised by what he can do. In fact, speaking of bet, let's talk more about betonline.ag. It's time for the second live read this morning. So obviously, football is over. College basketball is over. And we still have some big games on tabs and on schedule for the NHL. The MLB is starting to get going, and it's really exciting. And also the NBA. So NHL season is winding down, and the NBA season is starting to get into that stretch run in terms of finishing off their season. MLB just started, as I mentioned. So go to betonline.ag to place your bets right now. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that. That awesome. So, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody so as i mentioned earlier in the show the new jersey devils made two additional moves and they're kind of under the radar no one's really talking about them because i guess it was sort of expected so the first move i want to discuss is sammy Votnin and as you guys know, I was a big fan of Sammy Votnin re-signing with the New Jersey Devils because he actually had some solid performances with New Jersey, and it's just so funny because Jared of Lockdown Hurricanes was kind of trolling me, saying, so you guys didn't want Sammy Votnin either, and unfortunately, 
he's just been way off the mark. It's a similar situation for Nikita Gusev. So in 30 games played, he has two goals, four assists for a grand total of six points. Now, albeit he is a defensive man and we were just looking for more passing from him. Just, I, I think a lot of you uh, know where I'm getting at. There were just times when he and also Kulikov, which we will talk about in a second, were just like on the ice and they didn't really do anything. They just took up space. And overall, our defense hasn't been really that good this year. And Sammy Votnin is part of the problem, just not as effective. And let, let, let's look at last season, shall we? So last season, he had 18 assists and five goals for a grand total of 23 points. And then the season prior, he had 13 assists. And then 2017-2018, uh, you know, arguably one of his best seasons with New Jersey, he had 25 assists for a grand total of 28 points. So just look at how good of a passer he was supposed to be. But this season, in 30 games played, only four assists? That's unacceptable. And then, obviously, while he was playing with Anaheim, he had his best season uh, in 2015 and 2016 when he had nine goals, 29 assists for a grand total of 38 points. And then, you know, the season prior had 37 points, 12 goals for tw and 25 assists. So, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at that. I'm just like, why is Sammy Votnin and Nikita Gusev just falling completely out of the rotation like that? Just like, it, it seems like when Lindy Ruff joined, it just seems like some players, Paul Mary and Zajac, they've just kind of fallen off the boat a little bit. Like, I, I, I know there was going to be a drop-off this season, especially with, uh, you know, new management, but I didn't expect it for it to be this bad. Like, it, it, it was pretty bad that, you know, uh, we couldn't, you know, get anything for Votnin, but his trade value has gone down in which no one really wants him anymore. So I still feel like he can be an effective player for... Uh, a contending team so obviously he's only 29 years of age and I'm glad that the Dallas Stars claimed him because you know the Dallas Stars kind of need anything that they could get because Dallas hasn't been the same team that they once were because they're currently sixth in the central and they are 15 14 and 11 and these are the reigning runners up last year like seriously like they're out of the playoff picture right now so obviously the lightning are in the playoffs right now so for the central division but for the Stars, I didn't expect them to fall off this much. I, I especially did not expect the Blackhawks to finish ahead of them, if I'm being completely honest. So, you know, Stars completely fallen off. But, you know, that's a discussion for another time. And obviously, I'm not locked on Stars, so I can't really discuss it. But hopefully, Sammy Votnin can contribute something to the Dallas Stars and just give them some sort of hope and just some sort of determination. Because the Dallas Stars, they're down, but they're not out. But time is winding down. So hopefully, Sammy Votnin can just provide that defensive passing that they so desperately need and overall that I was just really disappointed that it didn't work out with Sammy Votnin this time around because like I told you guys earlier in the year I was a big fan of the Sammy Votnin uh, signing I felt like we needed him back and overall just just didn't work out so the final thing I want to talk about today is the Dmitry Kulikov trade so the Devils traded defenseman Dmitry Kulikov to the Edmonton Oilers in exchange for a conditional fourth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft so the condition is as follows according to NewJerseyDevils.com. If Edmonton wins a first-round series in the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs, Edmonton's 2022 fourth-round pick becomes Edmonton's 2022 third-round pick. So Kulikov originally signed to a one-year deal. And similar to Votnin, you just you saw him, but... 
he didn't really do anything. So, uh, you know, I, I, I thought this could be like an under the radar or a diamond in the rough kind of thing, but... Uh, one of my colleagues, uh, Harrison of Locked On Jets, he he warned me about Dmitry Kulikov. He just said, God bless you, kind of thing. And uh, unfortunately, I should have listened to him. So he had two assists with 26 penalty minutes in 38 regular season games this year. And Kulikov is due to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. So obviously nothing really brewing for Kulikov. So uh, overall for the New Jersey Devils, after this trade deadline, they now have 10 picks in the 2022 NHL Draft. The club's own selections in rounds 1 through 7, in addition to the Oilers' conditional 4th rounder. The New York Islanders' 4th round pick, remember, in the Kyle Palmieri and the Travis Zajac deal last week. And Columbus's 5th round selection. So... You know, the, if you needed some uh, reference as to where we're at in terms of draft picks, there you go. So uh, New Jersey Devils just stacking up on draft picks for next year, and hopefully that can be effective for us. But as for Kulikov, you know, I guess we didn't really expect much. I guess he could have done better, but last season, 51 games played, two goals, eight assists for a grand total of 10 points, and uh, yeah, you just forgot he was out there at times. N- nothing really major, and like I said, I'm satisfied with that because Honestly, I didn't think we could get anything for Kulikov, all, even if it was a third-round uh, pick, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I thought we would have to place him on waivers or whatever the case might be, but I'm glad that the New Jersey Devils were able to get some sort of trade for him and just get something back in return. So I'm okay with that, quite honestly. So uh, good luck in Edmonton, uh, Kulikov, and, you know, have fun in Canada, but that's all I have to say. And that's about all the time I have for you guys today. I just wanted to catch you guys up on some of the moves that were happening within the New Jersey Devils organization and uh, also prepare you guys that we have to play a four-game series, like, I guess, mini playoff series against the New York Rangers because I say mini playoff series because this is the closest we're going to get to the playoffs. But it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, as for today's episode, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in, and hopefully I've caught you up on any information involving the New Jersey Devils. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Hopefully we can beat the Rangers. See you in the next episode.